Good evening. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated. And this is your Sunday, October the 22nd World Weather Update. All right. Well, it looks like the uh, over the course of the weekend, we did see uh, no general surprises occurring in very many locations. The overall bottom line was focused on parts of Argentina where there was some significant rain that fell across the country. The majority of the precipitation was beneficial and it still looks as though that will likely result in enhanced uh, wheat development as well as some improvement for early season corn and sunseed planting as we move forward over the coming week. Now the precipitation is expected to linger in the northeast for yet another 24 to 36 hours, but after that it will likely break down and will likely go back to a rather erratic rainfall pattern for another week to week and a half. But that's okay, enough rain has fallen in quite a few areas to support crops and field work for a while. Certainly follow-up precipitation will be imperative, especially as we get into November, but the situation has has certainly improved with the rain that has just fallen. Both winter wheat in the south and also some of the uh, summer crops will find full benefit from this. Rain totals range from three quarters of an inch upwards to two inches and more in portions of the country. Not everybody was getting good solid rain, so there were some holes in the precipitation in the far south and also in northeastern parts of Buenos Aires, but northeastern Buenos Aires will get rain overnight tonight, and also in far northwestern Argentina was relatively dry. Excessive heat occurred again over the weekend from the northernmost parts of Argentina through Paraguay and Bolivia to center-west Brazil. Temperatures once again were 100 to 110 to 111 degrees, and the excessive heat occurred with no rain of much consequence and so the end result was more stress. Now this was to be expected uh, but the um, the frequency of hot dry weather has been high enough that livestock and young crops have certainly been adversely impacted. Crop failures are likely occurring in the areas that never got a good drink of water and even those that did get decent rain in early October or late September are probably withering at this point and need to have follow-up rain immediately. There will be some increase in precipitation occurring as we finish out this week and move through the weekend into next week. But in my opinion, a lot of the precipitation is still going to be awfully light and the temperatures will be warm enough that it's going to be a real battle to get the soil to respond in a positive manner. We may just get enough rain to hold status quo and a few pockets get in some better amounts of moisture. In fact, I would say between the second half of this week and the middle of next week, no more than 30% of center west will get enough rain to counter evaporation. That's going to leave a lot of crops still hurting for moisture and still struggling. As we go into the latter part of next week, and certainly in the first week of November, we will see better conditions evolving with more frequent rain in many areas. I'm still not necessarily all over maybe a big soaking. I don't think we're ready to say that yet, but there should be at least an increase in shower activity. And the temperatures will probably come down a little bit too at that point. In the meantime, during the middle to latter part of this week, another wave or two of rain is going to occur in Central west and sorry center south and interior southern portions of uh, Brazil we're going to see many areas from southern Minas Trace to southern Paraguay and parts of northern Rio Grande do Sul getting too much rain once again more damage done to winter wheat is expected and more delay in the planting of cotton rice as well as some of the corn and soybean crops will likely occur by the way over the weekend we did see a nice little area of rain in southern parts of Rio Grande do Sul where early rice is being planted 
mind. This will be ideal in, in uh, expressing or, or at least ex developing the potential for more aggressive precipitation or more aggressive field work to take place is what I really mean to say. All right, so outside of that, uh, we are still dry in Western Australia. We're still dry in Queensland and northern New South Wales. There's not going to be any serious changes in the drought in Western Australia and even the dry land areas of Queensland and northern New South Wales will stay dry as well. Queen, uh, portions of India continue to be pretty dry biased. Uh, China is not going to see a lot of rain except south of the Yangtze River and that moisture will be good for rapeseed but I think overall China's environment looks very good. One other thing that occurred during the weekend that was really quite beneficial from a crop perspective was rain in northern Ukraine over into the northern parts of Russia's southern region and northwestern Kazakhstan. Some of these areas saw oh, a half inch to an inch and a half of moisture and it was certainly welcome. And it's just the beginning because those areas including a much larger portion of Ukraine and Russia's southern region will be getting rain over the next 10 days and the precipitation should occur with warm temperatures relative to normal and that could help to induce a better establishment for those crops. So it's a good picture there. Western Europe also received an increase in precipitation over the weekend and waves of it will continue over the next 10 days with an abundance or even excessive rainfall expected in a few areas. The ground will slowly saturate and as it does we will likely encounter an environment here where field work will be on hold for a while. That the long-term moisture prospects for wheat as well as rapeseed and other winter crops will likely improve and that's for uh, Spain, Portugal, France and even Germany and Italy. Even the UK is going to see greater amounts of moisture. Even the northeast part of Europe will see wetter biased conditions but not quite as excessively wet and it's only the southern half of the Balkan countries that will likely be left dry through much of the next two weeks. Outside of these areas of issue there's really not too much to talk about. Southeast Asia's status quo with southern Indonesia dry still looks like there is going to continue to be a relatively normal distribution of rain in Africa. We have uh, tr uh, Hurricane uh, Tammy that is now moving north of the northern Leeward Islands, not a threat to land, but it might eventually curve back towards Bermuda as a uh, tropical storm that will be losing its tropical characteristics as we get out towards the end of the week. Uh, we also have our Hurricane Norma that hit the southern tip of Baja California. It is now a tropical storm and it will be moving into Sinola a little bit later in the early part of this week. The moisture from that is already streaming into the United States and that's going to stimulate good rainfall across hard red winter wheat country and portions of Texas. Unfortunately for Texas cotton areas in both West Texas, the Rolling Plains, as well as the Blacklands will likely see quite a bit of rain over the coming week and that's going to disrupt farming activity and raise a little bit of concern over fiber quality. But from a wheat perspective, this will be great with most of the hard red winter wheat areas getting some precipitation. During the second half of this week and into the weekend, some of that rain is going to change over to snow and we'll likely see light accumulations in Colorado, parts of southwestern Nebraska, and northwestern Kansas. Much greater snow is likely to accumulate later this week across the northern plains and southern parts of Canada's prairies. In fact, some of that's going to start tomorrow and go right on through Thursday of this week. Accumulations may run from 3 to 8 inches across the northern plains with locally more and in southern Canada some areas in Alberta could get more than a foot of snow but most of it will probably run from 4 to 10 inches. The precipitation in Canada was not likely to reach into uh, northern parts of the prairies very much and parts uh, parts of uh, Manitoba will probably not do all that well either. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.